0: The River of Doubt snakes through the dark and foreboding jungle of central Brazil. The depths of the river and the surrounding jungle are full of mystery, and no one was certain that the river even existed at all. By the summer of 1914, those who doubted the mighty river's existence were shot down for good. So who explored the River of Doubt and permanently added it to the world map? None other than the 26th President of the United States, Teddy Roosevelt. So join me for the history of the River of Doubt. You don't have Nixon to kick around anymore. I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. Free at last! Free at last! Thank God Almighty! We are free at last! I have a dream. These pictures were taken just hours after the mass murder-suicide at Jonestown in 1978. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall jack kennedy was a friend of mine senator you know jack kennedy i want you to listen to me i'm going to say this again i did not have sexual relations with that woman if it doesn't fit you must acquit and we're going to washington dc to take back the white house diana princess of wales has died after a car crash in paris That is the World Trade Center, and we have unconfirmed reports this morning of the World Trade Center. Our way of life, our very freedom, came under attack. After losing a bid for a third presidential term in the 1912 election, Roosevelt had originally planned to go on a speaking tour of Argentina and Brazil, followed by a cruise of the Amazon River. Instead, the Brazilian government suggested that Roosevelt accompany famous Brazilian explorer Candido Rondon on his exploration of the previously unknown River of Doubt, the headwaters of which had only been recently discovered by Rondon himself. Roosevelt, seeking adventure and challenge after his recent electoral defeat, agreed. Kermit Roosevelt, the president's son, had recently become engaged and did not plan on joining the expedition, but did so on the insistence of his mother in order to watch over his father. The expedition started in Caceres, a small town on the Paraguay River. In December 1913, with 15 Brazilian porters, two leaders, Roosevelt's son, and American nationalist George Cherry, they reached the River of Doubt on February 27, 1914. At this point, due to a lack of food supplies, the expedition split up, with part of the expedition following the Madeira River, while the remaining party then started down the River of Doubt. Almost from the start, the expedition was fraught with problems. Insects and disease such as malaria weighed heavily on just about every member of the expedition, leaving them in a constant state of sickness, festering wounds, and high fevers. The heavy dugout canoes were unsuitable to the constant rapids and were often lost, requiring days to build new ones. The food provisions were ill-conceived, forcing them on starvation diets. The native Chintalarga tribe shadowed the expedition and were a constant source of concern. The natives could have at any time wiped out the entire expedition, taken their valuable tools and rations, but they chose to let them pass future expeditions in the 1920s were not so lucky. Of the 19 men who went on this expedition, only 16 returned. One died by an accidental drowning in the rapids. His body was never recovered. One died by murder and was buried at the scene, and the murderer was left behind in the jungle to die alone. By the time the expedition had made it only about one quarter of the way down the river, they were physically exhausted and sick from starvation, disease, and the constant labor of hauling canoes around rapids. Roosevelt himself was near death as a wounded leg had become infected and the party feared for his life each and every day. The great man, who was said to be as strong as a bull moose, even considered suicide. Luckily, they came upon rubbermen, impoverished rubber tappers who earned a marginal living in the forest trees driven by the new demand for rubber tires in the United States. The expedition was reunited on April 26, 1914, with a Brazilian and American relief party. Medical attention was given to Roosevelt as the group returned to Manaus. Three weeks later, a greatly weakened Roosevelt arrived home to a hero's welcome in New York Harbor. But his health never fully recovered after the trip, and he died less than five years later. After Roosevelt returned, there was some doubt that he had actually discovered the river and even made the expedition. Even though he was still quite weak and barely able to speak above a whisper, Roosevelt, angry that his credibility had been challenged, arranged speaking engagements with the National Geographic Society in Washington, D.C. in May and the Royal Geographic Society in London in mid-June. To finally settle the dispute, in 1927, American explorer George Miller Dyott led a second trip down the river, confirming Roosevelt's discoveries. In 1992, a third and more modern expedition was organized in part by the Theodore Roosevelt Association, the American Museum of National History, and the National Wildlife Federation. This expedition consisted of a total of 20 persons, including the Roosevelt's great-grandson, Tweed. The expedition took 33 days to complete the nearly 1,000-mile journey. Whereas the Roosevelt-Rondon expedition had to portage, or get out and carry on land, almost all of the rapids on the river with their heavy dugout canoes, the modern expedition was able to safely navigate all of the rapids except for one, which they did have to portage. Haskell, one of the modern explorers, reported that this expedition found spots chronicled by the original Roosevelt team, saw plants and insects they described and went down the rapids that crushed the original dugout canoes of 1914. The expedition members were awarded the Theodore Roosevelt Association's Distinguished Service Medal for achievement. And that is the story of the river a doubt. How fucking cool is that that a former United States president half killed himself for scientific, in natural discovery. I think that's uh, an absolutely amazing thing, and I wish more presidents would concern themselves with the natural world. I think maybe we should send uh, Donald Trump up the river of doubt and see if he comes back.